Hey, Rookie Big Board listener. Before we get to this episode, I want to make sure you know about the 2022 Rookie Guide. Volume 1 is out now. It is over 130 pages, chock full of rookie insight, 90 player profiles, mock drafts, player values, comparison to Devi and Dynasty value, and so much more. Head on over to patreon.com slash the FF Educator and get your copy now. is in session this is the draft seminar rookie profile series hosted by matt hicks the ff educator and i am joined as always by john lob the gridiron scholar this is the isaiah spiller episode we held it for so long high in tier one running back in my opinion but we'll certainly get into that before we do i want to make sure folks know they can check out the draft seminar profile series here on the rookie big board podcast channel the rookie big board youtube channel as well as the nfl draft bible podcast network you can find more of john's work at footballdiehards.com and you can find more of my rookie analysis including the 2022 rookie guide out now at patreon.com slash the ff educator john the wait is over we have finally dug in to isaiah spiller the running back out of texas a&m Matt, we had to wait a little while because he's not a senior, so he didn't go to the senior bowl. And then he didn't go to the – or no, he didn't run at the combine. So we didn't have any combine times. We did wait for the Texas A&M Pro Day. And I'm just going to digress here for a second. What are they doing at the Pro Days down there? They don't know how to cheat in Aggieville? I mean, what's going on down there, bro? No home cooking for any of their players? We finally got a 40 time, 4.63. Obviously, that was disappointing. We wanted to see better, but I'm, I did not overreact too much, Matt. The film is good. I've watched this young man for three years. We talked about him in the summer of 2020 on our Debbie Seminar program. I've watched a lot of tape of this young man. Not going to let one pro day run completely, you know, pummel my prospect report of this young man. But you look at him, Matt, 2021. What I had to really dig into, the tape was clearly not as good as the year before. What was the difference? Was it him or the team? And I don't hear very many people talk about this. We always talk about it with Sam Howell. The the skill position players deteriorated around him. Now, it wasn't necessarily the entire offense at Texas A&M. And, Matt, I'm not, I can't believe I'm going to say this. You know what the difference was? Kellen Mond. I'm completely shocked by this. But if you watch the film of the Aggies and the difference between 2020 and 2021, it's Kellen Mond. And anyone who knows, I'm not a Kellen Mond guy. But, man. 
the three quarterbacks that Texas A&M threw out there last year, Matt, their offense was, I'm just going to say fugly. It was not very good. And you know what? It affected Isaiah Spiller's output. Now, some of it was his own, so we have to be aware of that. But he was so much better the year before, and so were the Aggies. So let's look at it. In 2021, he was second team All-SEC. Nice. He paced the Aggies with over 1,000 yards rushing. Second time he's done that. Again, nice but not great. Watch the tape in 2020, everyone. He was first team All-SEC. He finished third in the conference with 1,036 yards rushing. And he was a Doak Walker semifinalist. That's the running back we all love, Matt. The Debbie community, the Dynasty community, draft Knicks. 2019, SEC all-freshman team. During his collegiate career, he logged over 100 yards 16 times, and he surpassed 1,000 yards in back-to-back seasons for Texas A&M. What I like, he had more than 20 receptions in every season on campus, Matt. 29, 20, and 25. He's sneaky good. He's not great. He's not elite. But Isaiah Spiller can catch the football. He's a three-down back. In high school, he was an Under Armour All-American and a four-star prospect. I still like Isaiah Spiller, Matt. What do your film grades say on the Texas A&M back? Yeah, John, I like Isaiah Spiller a ton. And when it comes to Isaiah Spiller tape, and I think this is one of the reasons that folks may have just kind of gotten less excited about him because Isaiah Spiller hasn't gotten worse. We knew the 40 time he was running. We knew these things, right? And so I think when it comes to Isaiah Spiller's tape, he's smooth, he's methodical, and there are pops of excitement throughout his tape, but I think Spiller is one of these guys that you kind of have to watch three, four, six games of tape to really appreciate that level of consistent production, right? That that consistent uh, 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 output, right? Because some of these backs, they're great on highlights, and then they get stuck behind the line of scrimmage three times. Not Isaiah Spiller. He's really consistent in his approach. And it starts, John, with great strength and really good contact balance. SEC defenders struggle to wrap him up. And it's not this pure, like, uh, Javante Williams, you know, guys bounced off of him at UNC, but he just doesn't go down. It it takes multiple guys. You need really strong tech. And this is SEC linebackers, right? Like they slip off of Isaiah Spiller. So it's a sneaky level of contact balance. But he's he's strong, John. He's willing to take on defenders head on. He can be a goal line presence at the next level. Absolutely. And you mentioned it. I think his hands are underrated. He was asked to catch the ball more in this, more in the back half of this year, 2021, with uh, Zach Calzada in there. There was a lot of checking down and a lot of targeting in the flat. And I think Isaiah Spiller, despite the fact that he's not overloading the box score with receptions, displayed that he can catch the ball at the next level. And that's all you need, John, right? If you get 50 targets as a running back and you could touch the ball 220 times on the ground, you're good to go. You know, you have a running, you have the shot to be the running back one or a running back one. So he checks the box with pass catching. And I think he's better at it than folks really give him credit for. In terms of athleticism, another thing, I think folks kind of see the combine, you know, it's not explosive numbers, but if you look on his tape, John, he's athletic. He has really good footwork. He moves very well in short space, good lateral quickness, 
right? And I mentioned it earlier, but he's elusive. He's elusive uh, in tight space. And, and a lot of that has to do with athleticism, the way that he can move his body, the way that he can flip his hips, right? Now, I think one of the reasons that folks are down on Isaiah Spiller is he doesn't have that second gear. I, I would say that's the most frustrating thing watching his tape. You know, you you see Isaiah Spiller, he gets off the line of scrimmage, and then he gets to the second level of the field, and he's just kind of moving at the same pace, right? So he doesn't have this flip the switch, you know, breakaway type speed, but he's not slow by any means. So he's just kind of, a, that's why I like to use the word methodical to him. And, you know, you may view that as a little bit of a camped upside, but I think Spiller is the type of guy that as volume comes, he will produce, right? And, and sometimes folks not that, but that's that's important. That's part of the game. So I think Spiller absolutely, John, has the film to still be a really impactful fantasy football player. But let's flip it back to the numbers because he's been a key part of this Texas A&M offense for a long time now. There's no question that he can. He, he's going to help an NFL team. The value of fantasy might depend on the landing spot. But I still am very positive on this young man. And Matt, it's even though he slipped a little bit, we have to put it into context. Brees Hall is a better athlete than everyone thought. And Kenneth Walker just literally came out of nowhere to be a star for Michigan State. I mean, those are the two people who basically catapulted over Spiller and most books. He has NFL size. He is six, one, six feet 217, Matt. He has power. He can run between the tackles. He can pass catch. You can feel comfortable as a coach putting him in for th th all three downs. You plug him into the numbers, Matt. 2,993 rushing yards, 5.5 yards per carry over four, three seasons in the SEC, 74 career receptions, and 26 touchdowns. He He's the workhorse that you are looking for. And, Matt, we all want workhorse running backs in fantasy football. He is one of the true prospects who can give you that ceiling. I think there's a wide range of outcomes with Isaiah Spiller. But the ceiling is an every-down pass-catching back who has 50 receptions in an NFL season with over 1,000 yards rushing. 2020 season, when the offense was clicking, Matt. 28% scrimmage yards dominator, 1,229 yards from scrimmage in the SEC. And I really think people aren't discussing the change from Kellen Mond to the disaster at quarterback. And people think quarterbacking is just throwing the ball. No. How are you audibleizing? Are they putting Spiller in positions to succeed? Who's calling the blocking up front? There's a lot of factors that poor quarterback play can hurt a running back. It's not just about the wide receivers and the offensive movies. Like, hey, if he makes the wrong call and gives the ball to Spiller, he might only get two yards, Matt. Kellen Mond was better at it than anyone the Aggies had last year. What else should fantasy footballers know about Isaiah Spiller? Yeah, John, I've got him in day two late 
territory here for the NFL draft. That's picks 50 to 102 for me. You know, I really think that's where he's going to end up. I And that's where we have all the running backs right now, that whole top tier of running backs. So it'll be really interesting. I think, you know, anywhere from 50 to 102 has the same draft capital uh, projection for me. So it's really going to be a matter of can we project volume to Isaiah Spiller, exactly what we've been talking about here. But I do think that he projects to be a weekly starter here. And that's somebody who can live in that running back two territory. You know, we mentioned it. Folks kind of just dropped him off a cliff after the combine. If you're watching Isaiah Spiller tape, you're not surprised by the combine. And so he is, you know, exactly who I thought he was. And I think that is a consistent running back two for fantasy football. I do think, John, that, you know, he's going to slide uh, to late round one super flex, you know, ADP probably still deserves to be mid round one. That's where I take him. But I'm just looking at the ADP trends that I'm seeing and Isaiah Spiller is falling more and more. So I think I'm going to have a pretty good level of exposure to him, John, if he does continue to fall, because I think that is a really solid value for Isaiah Spiller. And John, you can't beat a better value than free. That's what all of these draft seminar rookie profile series are. So whether this is your first one or your 30-something episode, we appreciate you checking it out. You're going to want to make sure you check out all the episodes. You can go back and listen to them. They're not you know, set into a time period here. So make sure you check out all of them. And as always, we appreciate you checking out this